Hello, good evening, and welcome to episode two of the Science Fiction Rating System, uh, a podcast that aims to rank every science fiction film ever released from one to however many, three films at a time. Um, I'm Sam, and I'm joined, as ever, by Chris. Hello. And Alex. Hello. How are we all doing? Good. Very good, thank you. Yeah. Ready, thank ready you. to rate these I'm ready films. for this. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you stitched you po- me up on uh, Independence Day last week. So <laughs> yeah, what you're going you're ready to see Independence Day plummet. That's what we promised the end of last week's show. <laughs> and that's what's no going to happen. Yeah. No we'll, we'll see. Um, so just before we start a few bits of housekeeping, if you heard last week's show, um, we were planning to be weekly, but we're going to be sort of fortnightly now. That might change again, but for now, um, We'll be doing it fortnightly, so we've got more time to watch the films. Uh, also, I wanted to mention that this idea was actually ripped off from another podcast, and I thought I should probably mention that uh, it comes from a podcast called Tournament of Lies, which is a video game podcast, which I've not really listened to because they do it a bit differently, but I thought I should credit it because otherwise, you know, it's a bit rude, isn't it? Um, yeah. You stitch yourself up there legally. Shouldn't have done that. It's, no, there's a slightly different format, so I think we're safe. Okay. I think ours is actually a better way of doing it. Yeah. They'll never hear this, so it doesn't matter, does it? You've not seen it. <laughs> no. <laughs> not listened to it. No, no. Then maybe they ripped it off from someone else. You, if you haven't listened to their podcast, you never know. Well, actually, well, no, apparently they did, because they ripped it off from a comic book podcast, so everything's stolen. So you better Nothing's credit original. them as well. Well, I don't know what that is, though. If you want to hear what the original credit is, then you have to listen to Tournament of Lies to get the original credit. So that's <laughs> homework for the listener. Um, yeah. So if you didn't listen last week, it won't make much sense. Uh, go back and listen, but just in case you didn't. We're basically going to uh, discuss three films this week um, and then add them to our ultimate list of rankings, which at the minute is three films long. We've got uh, number one, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. At number, two, number two, Jurassic Park. And at number three, Independence Day. The highest that film will ever be. Um, <laughs> possibly. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Um, no. And going forward, we're going to have sort of um, hopefully themes around most weeks. But for this week, we just had, we picked a film each, basically. So the films we got were, I think, Chris, did you choose Wally? Is that right? Wally. Wally's yeah. mine. Uh, Alex, you went for They Live. Yep. And I went for Inner Space. So. Um, Let's get to it, I suppose. Should we crack on with the yeah. first film? Go. So, Wally. Yeah, so the first yeah. film is Wally. Chris, do you want to say a few words well, about Wally? Yeah, Wally is obviously animated, so this is our first animated one. Yeah. Now, this is one of my favourite films because it sort of relies on sound design through the whole thing, really. Mm-hmm. And. Um, I think it's just really clever, and and also as it's a kids' film, it's actually really thoughtful. It's clever. It's got an environmental message, which I think is really cool um, for one of these animated kids' films. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's actually one of the, as far as intellectually speaking, I think it's probably the most intellectual out of all of these like Pixar style films. Yeah. So yeah, um, and it's reminiscent of things like Silent Running and. Uh, 2001 yeah this yeah this type of stuff so i mean it's really cool i mean and i love all the ro- it's it, all the characters are kind of robots in it and they've they've all got 
particular functionalities and they're all really clever how they're designed and the noises they make i I really love it yeah cool um i also really love it i think it's the only pixar film that i actually enjoy i can't i don't really like pixar at all but this is the only one that i do i do quite like it um i think for me the first half hour is the best bit of the film just because there's just no talk at all is there really i love just it's all no. just told through the actions and uh you know, it's a, it's really clever, like how much they manage to convey, how quickly they they sort of um, paint the world as it is, like you know what's happened to the world just by showing you a few shots of the rubbish and stuff like that, and the billboard of the uh, the the CLC. By and large, is the company. That's the it. Yeah. yeah, it's quite cool how they have this mega corporation. Yeah, and they just set the scene so fast with it. You sort of in five minutes you're in there, you know exactly what's going on, you know what's mm. what Wally's up to. Yeah, it's a uh, no. I think it's a really good film. Alex, you could kind of if you if you saw that beginning and you didn't know. It was a Pixar film. You could think it was some kind of horrific, post-apocalyptic kind of catastrophe film, like all those, like that that shot of just like all the horrible buildings and just all that stuff. It's pretty kind of, it's pretty out there at the beginning. Before you know, there's a cute, friendly robot. Yeah, yeah. You don't know where you're not going to spend the whole of the film on that on on Earth either, do you? You no, think yeah. you could you could just be on that like Mad Maxy type setup all yeah. the way through? Yeah, but... yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's cool. Actually, when the human, who's the cap? The captain is played by the guy who plays Jeff Garland. Jeff. Yeah, yeah, Jeff, Jeff Garland. Garland. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he's really good. Mm, yeah, um, he's got a tough job. Really, he's the only sort of you know sp- main speaking role. And there's, there's a few other little bits and pieces, but he's just sort of talking to nothing, is he, or, or a robot for that that role? <laughs> and he, I think he does really well with that. Yeah, the uh, autopilot. Yeah. yeah, I think it's good as well how it's. Like it's quite a dark story, really, isn't it? But obviously told in quite a, a light, fanciful way. And but yeah. the, you know, the idea of, of of society falling down to the to the stage where you know even our bones have, have started to go away because we're so lazy. <laughs> yeah. you know? It's you know it could be you know in a different world. It's quite a dark thing, and I think it's a really they 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 like walk a very clever line, don't they? Of like you could, they could sell toys and kids could see it as this is a funny robot doing this sort of stuff, but it is quite a. As you say, yeah. there's a good message there, and it's quite. Um, oh yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's cynical of like consumerism and and you know how we've stuffed up the planet and that kind of thing. So that's quite good. Yeah, it, it, you know, it's it's cool. And all the actual production design of it, how things are designed, I think is really beautiful as well. Like the ships and the the, the robots and everything is is really well thought out. Yeah, it, it makes sense. Yeah, it's coherent, definitely. When we picked these films, we kind of said there wasn't really a theme, but I think this is kind of, you could almost see the by and large as kind of a weird version of uh, In They Live, those, the kind of consumerism are in that, just kind of totally taking yeah. over. And kind of, although it's a bit yeah. more, it's human led, but it's pretty much like we just gave into it, we just succumbed to this horrific kind of, you know, buying and buying. And also that bit yeah. where, the, um, where he knocks the, uh, the woman's screen and she finally sees. For the first time, as well, it's it's a uh, it's like a signing over of control, and the the people in the humans who live on the ship just like they're just fat and and sit around on the sleepers that, on mm. the sun loungers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they've signed over the control to the uh, autopilot, and that that's kind of a, a futurist theme as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love. Um... Mm. The bit with the fire extinguisher in space. That's my favourite bit of the film, I think. You know, and he's like just <laughs> yeah. flying around. It's like I really like... The music. Yeah, it's just a... 
as you said, that look of it is a real sort of because it does. When I saw it this um, just this last week, it, it you, the CGI started to age, hasn't it? A bit like it does look not as fancy as um, more. Modern I think it stuff, looks pretty good. Oh, it still looks really good, but you can. But it doesn't look as you know as mind blowing as before. So it. it's not trying to be realist, realistic, though, is it? Yeah. It's got it's got a if it's got a theme, it's got a style to itself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, so, even though it is not cutting edge anymore, because it's such a coherent yeah. look to it, it doesn't really matter yeah. because it because it yeah. all hangs together perfectly, doesn't it? It's, um, yeah. But they blend the realism in really well with the um, with the clips of Hello Dolly, and then with the way you see the. The progression of the captains from being human to being kind of yeah, those, that's yeah, good, yeah, blobs. It's really, really yeah. like the way they do that. Generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I thought. I mean, I remember yeah. seeing it at the cinema and thinking it was good, but then watching it this time, I thought it was a fucking masterpiece. I think it's like I thought it was amazing. Just everything about it works so well, you know, on every level of yeah, the message or just the comedy or if you want to see it as yeah, straight mm. kids film. I just think, yep. yeah. Really, the only, really only thing I don't like about it is just the there's just too oh, there's there's too much uh, romance in it for me. <laughs> I, I just there's too many. It's too soppy at times. But what? Eve, yeah, oh, I loved all Eve. that. Oh, I loved all that. Man. Eve loves Wally. What's the problem? Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with it's you? Right. Heart of stone. It's all right. <laughs> just I don't know I, I don't yeah I, I still thought it was a good film just I could have done without a bit bit less of that kind of nonsense you know <laughs> just less of the romance yeah. that music gets a bit old in it as well you know that yes. music from that Hello Dolly musical it's, it's Hello yeah, Dolly yeah. that gets a bit old by the end of the yeah yeah that does get very old yeah he was kind of like he's, the character design he's a bit like E.T. meets R2-D2 isn't he Wally yeah it's a bit like uh, yeah Johnny Five Oh, yeah, yeah. Not like Johnny Five. Yeah, the, the head is like Johnny Five. Yeah, um, he, t- he talks a bit like Johnny Five as well, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, do yeah. you think they they owe Johnny Five a lot? Is that what you're saying? Short circuit. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think it does actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. also the nervous the, the cockroach. I love the yeah. cockroach. You know the bit when uh, she's trying to fix him at the end, <laughs> and the, yeah. the cockroach is like nervously pacing backwards and forwards. Yeah, <laughs> I love yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, for a cockroach, it's pretty amazing characterisation, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's a good real, like, economy of, like... They do so much for so little, don't they, really? Like, there's there's very few characters. Like the little brushing robot as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. he's great. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot there with not much really there. It's a really, like, well-constructed story. It's it's a very good film. Very good film. Yeah. And also, Um, they answer all the questions in the credits of what happens to humanity. Which I'd forgotten they did. Because I was thinking... Oh, yeah, that was... All these different um, styles of art. Like art, like from... Yeah, but the way they did it as well, yeah. like kind of cave paintings and like like a Van Gogh yeah. and oh, that's cool. Like, I like yeah. it. Yes. I like a credit seat, a credit animation. Oh. Yeah, because you could just think it's a bit of a cheap shot to be like, oh yeah, all these fat people are back on Earth, yeah. and there's like three plants. Well, brilliant. How are they going to survive? But they kind of give you that whole story without you having to. Well, it makes you watch the credits basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good that. <laughs> yeah, really good. Okay, um, not much more to say. Is there really anything? Do we have to slot that one in now into the? Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, into, straight away yeah, first of the, all. Yeah, so, yeah, okay. so let's start with the the obvious question: Is it better than Independence Day? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is it better than Jurassic Park? Um, no. Alex, I think maybe. Yeah, I really, really. I thought it's brilliant. You think it is? Yeah, yeah. I think for all the every level of it worked artistically. I think the story, the science fiction. Yeah. No, you, are you describing Jurassic Park? Or, 
trying to figure. Just <laughs> I can be. I don't mind it being being three. I don't mind. I'm all right with that. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. def- it's definitely not better than Jurassic Park, is it? Let's, let's be honest. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's it's good. It has a lot going. For it. There's a lot more going for it than I thought it did. Um, I was well, was greatly surprised. I just remembered there's some really cool like little spin-off shorts from Wally yeah, of like yeah. the other little robots and stuff, and they've all got names like which are like and they they are pseudo their job, like mm. their. They spell out their job when you say them. They're quite. It's quite clever. Like, Are they making yeah. another one of those, or they're not doing another? No idea. No idea. Because they often they seem to sequel everything, really. don't they? Except for that. It doesn't really yeah. need a sequel, does it? No, I suppose. No, not. No. no, it's great. Okay, cool. so Wally, uh, thumbs up all round. Really, um, comes in at number three on the ranking. Let's have a short break and come back and discuss inner space. second film of the day uh, from 1987 I think Inner Space directed oh, by oh Inner Space so I'm, I'm just Inner interrupting space. you with <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in a sp- this isn't your film, on, carry on. Chris <laughs> carry on. this one wasn't yours yeah 87 you're right yeah continue <laughs> my big intro didn't matter okay. it's his film as well he's the one that picked it Right, Inner okay. Space, uh, directed by Joe Dante of Gremlins fame. Um, and I picked this one because when I was a kid, I absolutely bloody loved this film. It was fantastic. Martin Short, love him, uh, with Dennis Quaid going around his body. Um, but I, it's not what, quite what I remember, to be honest with you. Um, it's a strange film. No. There's some weird things going on in it, not least of which is the main villains being shrunk down to like sort of dwarf size towards the end and that was just very <laughs> odd like very strange um yeah just a really odd i mean the, uh, the, like the premise you know uh guy gets shrunk down into the, the body pretty cool you know try and tested sci-fi sort of thing but it's just it's just a mess isn't it it's an absolute mess the, it's a complete fucking mess i yeah. thought this film was good i remembered liking this film and you've just that. I wish I hadn't rewatched it. Really, it's just terrible. <laughs> Sorry, it's just it was just awful. It's just it's like seven films all being made at the same time, trying to compete with each other. It's just a, it's just a mess. Yeah, the uh, Meg Ryan. I didn't realise. I forgot she was in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before she went to became a crackhead in in a very strange <laughs> role as well. Like the yeah. her relationship with Martin Short in that film is very bizarre. Like the bit when um, mm. when uh, he she rescues Martin Short after being like frozen in the in the fridge. For, that's a weird scene as well. Where he's like, <laughs> yeah. But then um, then Martin Short wants a kiss, and yeah. it's a little bit like the Saturday Night Live films. Yeah, like them. Yeah. But I'm not. It, Crap. I guess it. I guess were they all from that? Was, no, no, no. Seen, Martin seen Short seen was on no. Saturday Night Live, but that's not a, it's not no. a Lorne Michaels one. It's yeah. um, it's something different. 
But yeah, no, that, what's I saying? That bit where he has a kiss and he makes Dennis Quaid turn off his cameras. <laughs> yeah. That bit? So yeah, like, yeah, and then she's she just she's just down from to it, you know. She's carrying, she's got uh, Dennis Quaid's baby, but Martin Short wants a big kiss. That's the weirdest way to find out that you someone's got your baby is to fly a tiny ship and see their baby looming like the end of two thousand and one at you. That's that's a yeah. surreal way of telling someone, isn't it? It's just such a strange from the very first shot of like him being that dr- drunk at the sort of pilot's ball. Like, what yeah. what, what are they trying to? I don't know what they're setting up there. It's very, very odd. He's doing a very hard Jack Jack Nicholson impression, isn't he? Pretty much through all of that. It's just Jack yeah. Nicholson light, basically. It, yeah. the, especially that beginning. It, oh, yeah. I don't it's know. Got, uh, it kind of sucks. It's got Robert Picardo from uh, Voyager in it. It has, it? yeah, yeah. In yeah. one of that that role, and also the, you know, what's the guy called the, the the bad guy? Sort of bit like Jaws. He's called like Snap on or something, isn't he? Yeah, he's got a flight. He's got like a torch on yeah. his arm, hasn't he? Like <laughs> a, yeah, an oxyacetylene yeah. torch. <laughs> he's in Commando, isn't he? Bennett in Commando. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. He's great. He if it was just a, a straight Bond ripoff or spy <laughs> film, it would be good. Yeah. But what's the point of the science? They. To me, it kind of commits one of the cardinal sins, especially in sci-fi, is to have a good idea and then just piss it away. They have a good idea to go in the body and then they just piss it all away really badly. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's played to me like as though they, the person who wrote it or the team that wrote it or whatever had got like a bunch of set pieces they'd thought of. Like, you know, a guy with an attachment on his arm. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robert, Robert Picardo's his character. What's he called? Is he called the Mexican or something? Cowboy. The cowboy. The cowboy. That was it. His his character. Yeah. And they just got all these little bits, and they thought, well, let's just sort them all together and see what happens. But I don't think I really understood. There's a bit where, you know, when he gets in the pod and they shrink him, shrink the pod. Yeah. Mm. There's a bit where there's like a robotic arm, which is putting in these microchips into the computer. Oh yes, yeah. What the fuck is that about? I guess that's... is it just so they can get a robotic arm in there? I think so. They're <laughs> trying to they're trying to show how like cutting edge it was, weren't they? I think. Yeah. Yeah, because that's literally because literally they're taking it off like a shelf, aren't they? Moving to, to another yeah. shelf. Yeah. <laughs> well, they like, put no the robotic arm places the chip in into the circuit board. Yeah. Like that's activated some machine. Yeah. It's like, have you not heard of a switch? A switch would do the same job. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> So no. strange, very odd. Yeah. But also, there's um, a, a guy in it. Um, I think he's one of the people working for the air force. A, a black guy who, like, when they bring Martin Short in, he goes like, "Oh, you know, we have to kill him, whatever." And at the end of the film, he's a good guy trying to save mm. them. Like, he just completely flips. There's loads of things like that <laughs> no. where just, they seem to just forgot what they were doing and change the mind. It made, about stuff and... No, it just didn't really, um, and I didn't really even understand the powers of the pod. And the end as well, and like they drive off, and the, isn't it the the bad guys in the boot or something? Yeah, and Martin Short just steals a car and just goes off into the distance. Yeah, <laughs> no, they've he's got the chips as cufflinks for some reason. Why would you give? Oh yeah. Why would you give yeah. the chips to turn the machine on to as cufflinks? It doesn't really. Is a lot of stuff doesn't make any sense in it at all. But it's in the eighties. Yeah. There was a not as I was saying with Jurassic Park. I mean that was ninety, but. Like, there was a misunderstanding of technology to a certain extent, like, in the general public. So that sort of storyline kind of was able to fly. Yeah. Um, 
But even if you think of it as ridiculous, it still does not a very good film, is it? Like regardless no. of how ridiculous the idea is, it just doesn't. No, it just doesn't work on any level, really. No, I like the the joke uh, when he's talking to uh, Mike Shorts at the urinal, and he's talking to uh, Dennis Quaid in his head, and the guy in there thinks he's talking to his dick. Do you remember that bit? That was <laughs> that was a good joke. Yeah, yeah was, but the, yeah. the stuff in the the stuff in the pod's good, and the effects are good. Didn't it win an Oscar or something for the effects? Did it? God knows. I'm just having. I a think so. Yeah, I'm pretty it sure it an did. Academy Award for Best Visual Effects. Oh wow! Yeah, but the effects are good, and all that, all the, all the pods, like the little, the weird robot shark thing versus the pod at the end yeah, over yeah, the good. stomach acid. Yeah, that's all really good. That, yeah. That's that's all fun, but there's just not enough of that. It's all just silly, weird. If you got annoyed at the romance in Wally, what about the terrible romance in in this? Yeah, it was yeah. oh yeah, like, it's, it's well, it's. I mean, at the start when he goes back to Meg Ryan's house, or no, she goes back to his house. It's like borderline rape, isn't it? She's trying to leave, and he's just like. <laughs> Like blocking the door and go no 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 it's very 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 odd yeah and once he's in the, the body like I think he needed some sort of like mission inside the body didn't he he's not really doing anything yeah. inside the body yeah. other than just being yeah. there is he you know just larking about yeah what was he gonna do in the rabbit yeah I don't know lark about in there I suppose <laughs> very odd there's so much odd yeah. things I just remember in the bit as well where they get mm. drunk where <laughs> oh yeah that bit, the obligatory eighties 80s dance sequence yeah yeah, yeah. God, no it's, so it's and it just the, the message just seemed to be if you're a loser just be a giant arsehole and then you'll get ahead I didn't really see what the message of the film was yeah I don't know what the message of the film was I don't think there is a message of the really it's I don't know no. I don't know I don't, don't know. be I mean, a hypochondriac yeah <laughs> when you're shrunk the kids is a much better shrinking film definitely yes definitely yes, 100% Someone should remake Inner Space better. I think it could do with a remake. It wouldn't be hard. No, it wouldn't be hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one good bit of it I've just remembered, actually, is the very start of the film, the titles, the music that plays over the titles. Do you yeah. remember that? It's a nice bit of like mm. 80s synth music there. Composer yeah. Jerry Gold- Goldsmith. Yeah. Of Star Trek mm. fame. Yeah. We've had two good composers so far. We have. Well, we've got another good composer to come as well. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) (laughs) all right so let's get round to ranking uh this film she's going straight to the bottom for me i I actually agree with chris i I think this is worse than independence day i really didn't think that would be the case i really shows how some films become like classics they don't have to be like Super technically good films to become a classic film where it's got it gets put on TV every year at Christmas and everyone knows mm. it. This is one mm. which is obviously for good reason hasn't become that. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, there is a reason I've not seen it since I was twelve, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah when right. you know they <laughs> still put on TV like batteries not included every year. You know, it's it. Yeah, you know that. It says Steven Spielberg presents on the poster. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Presented what? It was Amblin Entertainment who made it. Oh, oh dear. Yeah. Well, he shouldn't be poor, happy with very that. Very poor. Um, <clears throat> yeah. 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 The Rotten Tomato score for this film is eighty-two percent. What? Like, how weird is that? Which makes that's this... right on Rotten Tomatoes. No, that's um, that's that's critics' scores from when yeah. it came out. Oh, Which right. makes me think so. That, that's actually of the time. Yeah, so it oh, must be right, that it okay. probably was better with kids, and it just has aged very poorly, hasn't it? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. 
I mean, def- definitely all the weird, like, sexist sort of stuff with Meg Ryan, that had obviously just was just normal then, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just that's yeah. aged badly, but... Um, but Joe Dante's yeah. a good... He's okay. a, Joe Dante's a good director, it's just a bit... You say that, but Gremlins is good. What else is he Matinee. What's Matinee. It? Have you seen Matinee? No, that's really good. Oh, I seen Matinee. Yeah, that's yeah, really, yeah. really good. Yeah. And um, Small Soldiers is good, I'm sorry. Mm. It is. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Looney, Looney Tunes back in action. Oh, no, okay, all right. I'm not saying all these films are good, but... The whole 3D? He's better... Oh, no, that's actually not that bad a film, actually. That's not that bad. I've oh, seen right. that. Mm. Oh, well. So we've got a new bottom film, so that's good. Independence Day didn't stay there for long. Inner Space coming in at number five. Um, so let's have another break and then get on to our final film of the day. Final film of the day uh, from 1988, John Carpenter's They Live, starring the wonderful Rowdy Roddy Piper, rest in peace, and Keith David, who is still alive, I think. Um, Alex, this is your choice, so do you want to start us off? Yes. Um, yeah, I love John Carpenter, um, and I always have. Uh, obviously, I love all this horror, uh, but he's made other great films, and this is one of them. And um, it's based on a short story. Um, that was made into a, a cartoon or like a, a made into a comic and he based it on that. Um, yeah, and it's basically uh, Roddy Piper's uh, Nada. Uh, that's the character's name. I didn't he's know a drifter. that. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh. yeah, and he's a drifter that just kind of comes into town and... Um, he's got Nada. Na- yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's got it. Nothing <laughs> gets got past it. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and it's just kind of he... Uh, has nothing, ends up living in this shanty town, and there's a lot of weird things going on in the church opposite. Um, yeah, and then basically it kind of spirals from there in a very odd way. I mean, I don't know, we do do spoilers, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, basically it's aliens. Aliens run everything, uh, and that's the kind of big reveal in that amazing sequence with the sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, yeah, I mean, I love this film anyway, uh, but rewatching it, I actually thought it was better rewatching it, so. It kind of uh, yeah, I found I got more out of it this time than I did first time I saw it. Yeah. So yeah, classic I would say, definitely. Chris, so I'd never seen. Well, I thought I'd seen it, and then it came apparent that I hadn't seen it. I watched it, and I uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It took a while to get going. Um, yeah. It's a bit weird at the beginning. Like boom, I, boom, I think. Boom, boom. Yeah, the, the music's ridiculously bad. It's, no, it's not. It's brilliant. Oh, it's brilliant. No, it's like no, MIDI. It's brilliant. What is it? Like MIDI piano or something. It's some instrument it's trying to be, but it's MIDI. It's like a, a synthesised MIDI version of it. And then um, he goes to this shanty town, which seems like, because everyone's smartly dressed and don't doesn't look dirty, it kind of looks like a modern day. If it wasn't in the 80s, it'd be like what you'd find now, where... Like communities, like just live together and make things and stuff. But it's obviously not that they are trying to make it as if they're homeless people. 
but they all eat <laughs> like he, at one point he gets a meal and he's like eating it off like some bone china like yeah. a bloody <laughs> like a crockery I love that when she goes there like she's full just, on when he's getting the food and she goes there do, do you want more and he just goes yeah. yes as, like, as she puts, it's a weird as she puts on like vegetables yeah, like, yeah. yes yeah. <laughs> yeah he probably yeah. hasn't eaten for seven days yeah, yeah. uh yeah, so that's kind of weird. But then that the sequence where he does like put the glasses on and he notices that stuff, that's like really well done. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. I love, love the, the line when he when he laughs, he takes him off, he looks at the screen, he laughs and he goes, figures it with something like this. Like I, I love that <laughs> line so much. Like it's so like I don't know, it's just such a such a good re- and then he's like shotgunning people. I love his reaction to it all. Just like, yeah. yeah, no, this makes sense. I'll go with it. It's pretty ridiculous, but yeah, of course it's something like this. You know, it sort of sets the. It, I love how it kind of um, it lets you sort of see the ridiculousness of the film and not take it too seriously. You know, like it's it's good at it knows what it is basically. It knows it's a stupid premise. It knows it definitely it's a seems yeah, like it yeah. is a short story, like a Twilight Zone like yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah. No. No. I think it's, it does the thing. That horror does, but sci-fi does as well. That just it, it is just silly and trashy, but yeah. it's actually making a really, really massive point yeah. that weirdly is more accurate today than it was. I mean, it was against Reaganism and consumerism, yeah. but I mean, with Trump, it's pretty much spot on now. Oh yeah, that was the weird thing about it, wasn't it? Really watching it again. They try and show, yeah. they try and not consumerism. Why they like on the, there's be an advert of like some fashion show. On there, yeah. But it's so eighties and shit. It looks like now it would look like a tramp. But there's these people in like it's they don't even touch the size as far as what actually we have now, which is worse. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I agree with both of you that it's a fantastic film. I absolutely love it. Um, I think probably my favourite John Carpenter film. I think it's just such a such a unique sort of thing. I mean, it, I think it, it helps that. You've got uh, Roddy Piper who can't act, and I think that's why you get a lot of the the slow, you know, him looking at stuff sort of scenes. Mm. It's got a lovely sort of <laughs> yeah. vibe to it, like him just wandering around, just observing things. Because obviously, you know, when he does act, he's awful. But uh, yeah. it gives it a strange yeah, sort great. of. It gives it a. It's sort of. I don't know. It's a weird sort of thing, as though you're just like following him about, isn't it? It doesn't feel much like a film mm. for a long time, you know, until towards the end. Well, this um, was in the era when, like, John Claude Van Damme and Steven Seagal were considered actors. Like, this is mm. there is of that ilk. Well, you know, com- compared to Roddy Piper, they are actors, aren't they? Though, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he yeah. is particularly awful. Yeah. But I think a good, interesting element of him being terrible is it kind of if you obviously as the audience you know that they're aliens and that's who he's you know, shotgunning in the face. Mm-hmm. But from an outside perspective of just being a person who didn't know they were aliens, you would just think that there's some mad person running around on a murder spree. And him being such a terrible actor kind of almost heightens his madness a little bit, I think. You yeah. can see it from a weird a weird a alternate bit. perspective. Yeah. yeah. Got a little bit of that uh, that film where he goes mad with a shotgun. Hobo with a shotgun. Yeah, yeah, there's that, but also the the uh, Michael Douglas one, Michael Douglas falling one, down. Yeah. yeah, I thought that yeah, yeah, it reminded yeah. me of falling yeah. down as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and that sort, sort of, of bits of. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this is probably a lot of things have been take of of sort of nick stuff from this film. Probably, it's got that like that Simon Pegg film where they're all aliens in that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well uh, uh, yeah. if you remember Duke Nukem, the computer game Duke yeah. Nukem, every line he says is stolen from this film, pretty much. <laughs> like. Uh, <laughs> The one um, 
I'm, I'm here to chew, what is it? I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum, and I'm all out of gum. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. <laughs> that scene's brilliant. In the yeah, back. that's good. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the best scene in the film, though, uh, without a doubt, is the I think it's seven and a half minute fight scene. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Which definitely, I just it has me in, <laughs> in tears every time I watch it. Uh, it's just absolutely <laughs> incredible. The fact that it keeps sort of stopping and then carrying on, and yeah. then the, the final time they sort of break. Um, for the listener at home, if you've not seen it, you should have seen it. Basically, um, Roddy Piper is trying to make Keith David put the glasses on. Um, yeah. <laughs> Keith David does really, really not want to put the glasses on. <laughs> He's got a good thing. I've got a wife and children, man. I'm not going to put the glasses on. But Roddy yeah. won't take no for an answer, and so he starts dropping some wrestling moves. And I love yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the shot when um, uh, Keith, <laughs> uh, they, he knocks Keith David into the car, and then he cracks up and he laughs while he goes to hit him. Doing that bit, like he, he can't keep a straight face, and that's yeah. such a like a I don't know, it's a real again like a really nice sort of non-film sort of thing, isn't it? Like it's, it's a little of... bit like Family Guy when he's fighting the chicken; it just goes yeah. on going forever. And then right at the end, the two of them are walking down the street. They've both got yeah. glasses on, but they're both battered because yeah. they've just been fighting each other for a few when minutes. They, when he goes to the B and B, they're just both stood yeah. there, just like big bruised faces. I need a room. One of them's got like a bite mark, a perfect bite mark on yeah. his hand. It's, it's fantastic. The highlight of that film, without a doubt. Um, I mean, Keith David's whole performance is fantastic. The way every time he has a gun as well, he's always holding it up like James Bond, like this. Like every time, yeah. anywhere he goes, he's got the gun like held uh, vertically upwards. There's a is... casual use of firearms in it, isn't there? Like it goes, it escalates very quickly. <laughs> it does, yeah. yeah. But it's got a good downer ending, though. The ending is great. I think it's like the ending you want it to be. Yeah, you know, yeah. Kind of blaze of glory. Everyone gets killed, but you know, maybe we maybe we work out that there is aliens ruling everything. Who knows? Yeah, I think um, Keith David's death is really well done because you don't see that coming, yeah. do you? Like it's just a good no. They don't, and the fact they don't linger at all or anything like that. Like that film just gets out, doesn't it? It ends so fast. Like you get the yeah. he's dead, then uh, she's dead, then Roddy Piper's dead, and then you just then got that some boobs. Yeah, <laughs> completely unnecessary <laughs> boobs. <laughs> yeah, right at the yeah. end. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> it is mental that film. Yeah, yeah. but in a good way. Unlike in a space. Yeah, that's mm. that's everything's good about eighties films. Like the uh, taking time to establish stuff, not being rushed. Um, it's really. I think good. the actual filmmaking of it though is is not amazing. Like cinematography, I mean, I was watching it. I'm thinking. Like this could be any episode of like Knight Rider, in the way it's shot. Ooh, no, some nice shots. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm saying because them sort of Saturday things were quite well made. Them Knight Riders and all I of think that, you're being you know? a bit harsh there. I think he's yeah, better than... yeah. That's the set piece with the glass when he puts on the glasses. That whole sequence is just like that's amazing. I like that, that when it goes black and white because it kind of yeah. it kind of starts to look a little bit like an old older film, like the, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, the day the earth stood still or something. Yeah, mm. and there's a lovely shot um, when he gets pushed through the window, which is another great surprise moment when he just like just, yeah. just twats him <laughs> through the window and he rolls down a massive hill, uh, and he, he hides underneath one of the, the the condos. And there's a shot of the city behind him. It's a really beautiful shot that is of the. Yeah, um, bits, I'm the, what uh, city is that? Is that like Los Angeles? Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot, lot to like there. I think. Um, yeah, it doesn't age poorly in the way that in a space does. The makeup on the woman ages poorly. <laughs> she looks ridiculous. 
But, yeah, the uh, fashions age badly, but yeah, the the premise and even the effects up. don't look too bad. Well, know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's that bit where that like drone goes. Oh, yeah, and sees yeah, okay, him. yeah. With, like, a bit of like show. a vacuum tube on his nose, like a little nozzle thing, isn't it? Sort of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very odd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. But, Another bit as well, yeah. you know, at the end when they they, they get into the like the gate crash, the big award ceremony, and that tramp's taking them round. So it's such a weird bit because they obviously it's I I think they must have had more lines for Roddy Piper because that there's about five minutes of just that guy talking at them. He goes like, "This is where mm. here we are in this room." And before every line, he goes, "There's <gasps> a massive breath in," and then then starts talking <laughs> and talking again. It's as though and he totally looks like as though they're meant to say something, and they both just stare back at him like. <laughs> We've got nothing. Just keep talking, yeah. dude. Very yeah, hard. He that cut a lot out there. Yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> but he yeah. was, yeah. He turned into like, uh, like Willy Wonka type, just explaining everything, wasn't he? Like, yeah. Uh, it's weird. That's that um, bit's the weirdest bit of the film, I think. I love the, um, the weird when he shows him going off into space, though. You know, the little platform. yeah, the spaceport. Yeah, that's <laughs> the really that weird. The whole means of control and like the whole system is actually quite easy to take down yeah one cable channel because <laughs> it is like just one dish at the top of a building yeah that's the depressing reality of enslavement isn't it like that's pretty much what would happen there we would go. just be tricked by one dumb thing yeah i think that makes it more realistic really <laughs> yeah 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 well okay so i think we all agree that's a good film but do we all agree where it goes in the list music so is it better in a space it's definitely better in a space yeah yes we can all agree on that yeah yes is it better independence day it is definitely better not for me yes what me no 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 it is no way what it's it's uh I, i i'm not saying there isn't some bad some good bits in it there are some really good sequences but i just don't think it's got anywhere near the sort of execution as like is in what it is in the story of what it is that first is that like the first half of the film is like meanders that bit where he goes and finds the boxes of the glass well he doesn't know what he's looking at and he's going in the church it's just that's brilliant quite confusing what's going on there yeah yeah it's deliberately it's it's just weird the beginning of it like you're just there going (laughs) he's just wandering around because of that And it's only when the guns start going off that it actually starts getting exciting because you can believe him shooting a gun. You can't believe him like acting. So. No, I really like the start mm. of the film. I, yeah, I, no, I, really, I, like I the love start. the, the uh. slow pace build up. And I also think that if you judge it in terms of does the film achieve what it's does it tell the story it wants to tell? I think they live tells that story perfectly, start to finish. It's got mm. a, it, it, you know he reveals the conspiracy, he brings it down, everyone dies. It's all there. Independence yeah. Day. I think there's a lot wrong with that story. As I said last week, lots of stuff, just nothing's happening. Lots of massive plot holes. It's no, just... No yeah. Plot holes. No plot <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let, let's just... Okay. So to, two of us think it's better than Independence Day. Do you think it's better well, than... It's going to be better than Independence Day then, isn't it? Well, yeah, but hang yeah. on. Do you think it's better than Wally, Alex? No. Mm, no, no. I, di- I thought I would think it's better than Wally, but I sat... No, I don't think it's see, better than Wally. See, I do think because it's better it, than Wally. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it isn't, so we win. Yeah. yeah. So we found the place, but I guess that no. one of us thinks four, one of us thinks... No, one of us thinks five, one of us thinks three, one of us thinks two, uh, four, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it goes I in think... between Wally and Independence Day, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, it may be. I don't yeah. Know. yeah, okay. You don't think it's better than Wally, Alex? I thought you'd be with me on that one. No, I thought... I, I thought... 
I thought I would think it's, but it's just not as I, classy as Wally. I agree. Agree with. I don't Chris. want classy. I want. I want dirt. I don't. <laughs> but I agree with Chris in that there is there are problems with it, and it, it only really it rings really true now because of what's going on. Yeah. But maybe five years ago, I might have thought, oh, it's a bit outdated. This is a bit. Too if it 80s. was made by Kubrick and it was actually made like. Uh, in a classier way and not trying to be like die hard at the end it would be alright if it was made by Kubrick it would be below 6 on this list (laughs) (laughs) but let's save that looking forward to Kubrick uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) alright so I think think all round Wally is uh, is really good everything about Wally works whereas they live. Not everything works. It's got some amazing bits but not everything I'm glad I watched it I'm glad that you introduced it to me I think good. Can we agree? Best soundtrack of the day, though, definitely. No way. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Terrible. Brilliant. Brilliant. Bad. Brilliant. 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 So, I, I love. I've I love got that. it on vinyl. You so see, when you come around, oh, Chris, we no. can pop that on. We can play that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Compare that to Thomas can... Newman in Wally. No way. You can have a seven-minute fight to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is a lot like. It is a bit a lot like RoboCop. I think. It's someone here compared it to RoboCop. And it's in it's like it's really weird style, like how it's you know, that sort of uh not post apocalyptic, but kind of how people talk to each other in a in this crappy future. Yeah, it's got that sort of like late eighties sort of bleak industrial America feel to it, hasn't it? Yeah. Robo yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And also how that how like the elite are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 The class is a yeah. class thing, isn't it? The richer the the richer the upper class, and everyone else is just kind of the poor, yeah, the poor scum, basically. Yeah, yeah. that's a bit. Yeah, Robocop is in that as well. Yeah. Okay. So we so number four, we're going to say for they live. We've agreed. Yes. All right. Cool. So I think we've that's the three films done. Um, let's just read out the whole list again then. I won't do this every week because eventually we'll get to too many films. But we've got I'm rude that we didn't <laughs> actually, not everyone watched Independence Day last week. So <laughs> it's not getting the same. That's what concerns me. It would have gone down though. <laughs> no, it wouldn't have. I'm so telling I you. watched it not long ago. You used ago. to love Independence awful. Day. So I know I did. That. I know I used to <laughs> love it. And I, I, think, I know I did, but do I you don't remember, now. But I, did, I was very positive about it. I tried to be positive. Chris, Chris, I used to love Inner Space. Is, is every episode of this going to turn into Independence Day <laughs> chat at the end? <laughs> I, I don't even like really like it. I'm just think it it's it's not getting what it deserves. <laughs> better than they live. That's what you think. But it's better than Inner Space. That, that's a, you, we thought last week that everything would be beaten the aliens in uh, They Live look a bit like Mars Attacks, don't they? Like the faces, quite bony. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I, I was convinced that in How does he make the like jump it? that he thinks it's aliens, though, when he starts shooting people? How does he... Because look at their faces. Yeah, yeah but could it could be... be the, the glasses could be showing him, like, the dead. You know, or something, you know. It could be <laughs> aliens, it could be anything. Hmm. It's not many things it could be. Yeah. What else I could it know. be? I don't know, but he just he's decided that he's going to shoot the ones that look like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> should, should he have not like... shot them if they're dead people? I don't know. I don't know. What, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> them glasses are really. That'd be a good twist at the end of the film. They weren't aliens. They were just dead. Yeah. <laughs> Take it back. I do like how all the posters have like the ulterior message in them. Then that sort of you know. Yeah. Really cool way. Yeah. Black and white. Obey. 
They live, yeah. we sleep. Yeah. They do yeah, indeed. Um, but now it's our time to sleep. It's a nice little segue, isn't it? <laughs> what about that? Very Get good. Well done. Oh, actually, no, because we've got to do... We've got, hang on, we're not finished. So, uh, first of all, Obviously, we want to encourage people to get involved with us. That's what it's all about. Engagement. Hashtag engagement. Um, and thus, we have an email address. Because if you don't agree with us, or if you do agree with us, or you've got any thoughts, then get in touch. The email address is mail at sciencefictionratingsystem.com. Uh, you can also tell us if you've got any ideas for themes or uh, you know, three films for us to watch. We could send future. a message on uh, Twitter as well. Yeah, you could also send it on Twitter to Chris... Um, I couldn't tell you what it is. But... <laughs> I know it's out there. If you find us on Twitter, there's a little button that you can send a message to. So, tell them what it is, though. Just find yeah. it. Tell, tell the good folks. Oh well, if you put uh, SF rating system, there we go. I'm at at SF rating system. Myself. That works. Is that it? No, that. Uh, yes, it's there. Brilliant. It's there, yeah. Woo! Got it. At. At SF um, rating system, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, you can tweet stuff at us, abuse. Um, if you want to support Independence Day. Yeah, don't, but you can. Or Inner Space. Or, there be, might be some really hardcore Inner Space fans yeah, if, out there if that you are, are really, really upset. If you are Dennis Quaid, then get yeah. in touch. <laughs> oh, we should have. Yeah, we can at in Robert Bacardo. He's, he's a big Twitterer. Is he? Yeah. Right, okay. Um, we've also got uh, sciencefictionratingsystem.com and the list will be available there um, soon-ish. Um, probably by the time this is available, it'll be there. And, and what is the list, Sam? You didn't read it out. You, you said oh, you were going to, right. and the then you didn't. The list is, in reverse order, at number six, it is Inner Space. At number five, Independence Day. ID4, that's what they called it at the time, wasn't it? Ridiculous advertising campaign. Anyway, <laughs> well, that was that was hashtagging before there was hashtags. Yeah, oh, pointless. God. No one got Twitter. What's the point? You, you've started him up again. You started him up. Anyway, <laughs> way before it's time. <laughs> uh, number four, they live. Um, at number three, why or Wally? Um, at number two, Wally. Jurassic Park, and at number one, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Yeah. Very good. Next week we'll be adding three more films to the list, and because it's Valentine's Day, um, well, in fact, actually, this list was submitted by our first fan, probably our only fan at the minute, uh, <laughs> Lucy, yeah. who sent the following email: "Hi, my name is Lucy. I'm a long-time listener, and <laughs> lifetime fan. As we approach the most romantic time of the year, I would like to recommend three sci-fi romance for- movies for you to watch." And they are, and listen at home, so if you want to watch along as well, uh, the three films are, number one, Safety Not Guaranteed, number two, Her, Her, I said that weird, <laughs> didn't I? Her. It's just like you said, uh, uh, no, H- uh. H-E-R, the uh, Joaquin Phoenix film, Her, and three, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Uh, yeah. And then she says, It's going to be a loving. Uh, Keep up the good work, guys. You complete me. So th- thanks for that <laughs> message. So if you'd like to be like Lucy and get read out on the podcast, send your theme. Thanks, theme Lucy. Theme. Yeah. Thanks, Lucy. Um, Lucy emailed me as well. Right, and, okay. And <laughs> <laughs> what did she say? She said uh, that uh, Jurassic Park wasn't even science fiction. Did she and really? Yeah, yeah. 
I had to explain what science fiction was to her, but <laughs> long, long story short. Wow. We sorted it out. Okay, you've sorted that. Okay. Wow. So complaints to Chris. He's the complaints <laughs> department. Um, and and to that end, uh, Chris, where can people find you on the internet? At Chris Redding. <laughs> Alex? <laughs> um, it's at Love Horror. Uh, yeah, so there you go. And I am at... Uh, oh, God, you still haven't sorted forgot this out. Anymore. I forgot You're it. out there. Oh You're my there. god! I'm at Wheel, if you put Sam Draper in, will they find you? No, they Sam won't. At, at Wheel the Robot or samdraper.net if you'd like to uh, uh, buy any of the wonderful tunes you've heard in today's episode. <laughs> Plug. <laughs> I'm my own advert. Um, <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> I think there's an Aussie Rules footballer called Sam Draper. Uh, I put Sam Draper into uh, Twitter. Typical. Oh, Typical. All right, well, thanks for joining me, guys. Um, we'll be back in two weeks, uh, getting loved up for Valentine's Day. In the meantime, um, everyone get watching those films. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Good night. Bye. See ya. Bye.